Bailey's News from the Honor Osborne and this is Inside Exec. If you were listening recently, you probably heard one of our podcasts where I made Fuliana discuss a topic that she didn't want to talk about. So today I've turned the tables and this is one that she did want to talk about that I said no to, but we've gone back to it so that she can talk about it. We're going to discuss about having a day off and we really want to talk about it in the context of work being your life. So whether you are an owner-operator, whether you're a senior manager, CEO, where work consumes your life, how do you organise yourself to have a day off? And as part of that question, is just a short break, half a day, a few hours, better than trying to have a full day away from work and the work environment? Firstly, I don't see anything right or wrong about being fully passionate about your job, whether it's your own business or, or as an employee. And I think these days we, we tend to judge a bit. If somebody is given all they've got to work, we tend to think about, oh, you haven't got a life, or the opposite to that. So let's talk about if you enjoy work and you like to work many, 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 many hours, then that's great, you're enjoying it. The only thing is you've got to think about how is that impacting the dearest and nearest to you, That and to what degree you want to just forget everyone and, and look at what you want out of this. And secondly, and, and let's say there isn't a nearest and dearest, just to make it easy for, for a minute, what are you doing to yourself? Are you really giving yourself enough time to re-energize? It's like sleeping, but just not a nice to have. <laughs> the, the body is built this way. Eating is another one. Oh, we know that's not, that's not just a nice to have, it's an essential. And, and exercise. So oh. and that, that exercise, if, but if you're sitting at a desk and you're just eating at your desk and almost sleeping at your desk, then you're not moving at all. Even I would recommend a bit of movement. But if you're looking at just even the most selfish thing is, would you be able to enjoy your job better if you gave yourself breaks? And yes, I, I believe you would. I don't buy from anyone to say, I can't get a break. Because what you just said, Kim, is how big is that break? I mean, you could talk about four weeks away from there and the benefits of that. There'll be enormous benefit, but there's also be pardon me, some consequences, which we could talk about and say, how could you make it happen? Secondly, you could say, okay, for the next month, I've got enormous, unusual something happening. And therefore, for the next three months, I can't think of a break. In that case, then you might need that half a day, those short breaks, that to me are not a break to have rest, you have to sleep. This is to rebuild your energy. You're going out to gathering energy. And how you're doing that is by stepping away from work. And whether you go for a walk, whether you read a book, just whatever it is, away from work. Okay, so I'm going to share with you a couple of processes that I use because I find as organised as I can be about things, that I do find when I get swept up in a project that it's difficult for me to think of anything else. You know, I get the blinkers on and it's just like, please, no one interfere, no one interrupt me, no one speak to me. And I know it became very obvious that that was the case when I, I'm a great reader of books 
and my boys, when they were growing up, used to just look at one another and say, oh, she's reading. That, that's the end of it. You know? and, I, and I literally, if I was enjoying the book, I would read it until I was finished. And if that took me 18 hours, it took me 18 hours. And nothing else interfered. And I was fortunate that I had people around me who understood that that was the case. And it didn't happen a lot. But they knew that if that was, I was in the reading mode, that was it. These days I've developed a better process for approaching work generally and it, and it comes in two different ways. In a day where I need up to do some focus work, I use a system which I think I've talked about before called 50-20-50. And so for 50 minutes, and I put a timer on, so the timer is on the phone, for 50 minutes I do nothing but that task. And it's complete focus on that task, that task alone, whether it's writing copy or working on websites or talking to people, it's 50 minutes flat out. The timer goes, I stop. As soon as the timer goes, not when I finish the sentence, not when I finish this particular section, but as soon as the timer goes, I stop. And I have 20 minutes where I get up and I do something else. Now, it doesn't have to be a break per se. For example, I might do 50 minutes of writing something and I'll get up and I'll do 20 minutes of working on a floral art design where I'm standing, where I'm doing physically doing something different to what I've done in that 50 minutes before. And then when, when the 20-minute timer goes, I go back to the task I was doing and do another 50 minutes. And that gives me a two-hour burst on two items that I have to work on in a day. And I feel like I've got... You get so much done in that time because you're not interrupted and you're not interrupting yourself. And interrupting yourself is probably the worst thing that we do when we think we're busy. We, we make ourselves busier. We extend the task yeah. to fill the vacuum. You know, nature abhors a vacuum, so we just keep making little things to do so that the time passes. So the other thing that has worked for me is a system of looking at the week or looking at activities. Sometimes it's more than a week. So say we take today as an example. So today is what I would call a showtime day. So if I'm going to do a training course or if I'm working with people for public speaking, that's what I call a showtime day. It's where I have to be at my best doing what I'm doing, focused on that and on nothing else. The days either side of that I call buffer days. So they'll be focused towards that day or the, the rundown from the day if it's on the other side of it. But I, I'm not completely focused. So I'll do a range of things on those days and I might do the 50-20-50s on those days. And then the days either side of that, and usually it's only one day in between, so it'll be, and then they're my free days. They're my days where I choose to do whatever I like. And that's been a discipline that I've had to learn because it's not something that came to me comfortably. I really would much prefer to go buffer, 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 showtime, buffer, buffer, buffer. <laughs> but I do now know that I have to have time off and I have forced myself to do it and I need a whole day. I can't work with just a few hours because if it's just a few hours, I'll be thinking about, oh, well, I'll be going on to doing this. I'll be planning already. So I'm not having any time off. So for me, it has to be a whole day and that has to be from the time I get up until the time I go to bed, not just in between what, what would normally be the work hours, but that whole essentially 24-hour period of free time. So I have a free day, I have one or two buffer days, I have a show time or one or two show time days and then the buffer day to wind back down into the free day. They're, they're my processes and... So far, they're working for me pretty well. But yes, I get buffer day tomorrow. But then, unfortunately, it's going to be free day. I'm going to have to think 
of something I can do. It's all this planning has to go into what I do on my free day so I can enjoy it. Well, I'll share with you some of the processes I use that work for me. When I was working 100% corporate and I really loved my work and I really liked to work long hours, not because I had to, because I chose to and because I felt I was producing what I needed to produce. So for me to, A, keep me fresh, energised and to stop me from just taking myself far too seriously and, and doing longer hours than I really need, what I used to do is, and this includes the weekend, I still sometimes chose to work on the weekend. So let me start with the weekend first. I had a very, very strict rule for the weekend, and that is if I chose to work on the weekend, which was absolutely wonderful because it was no interruptions, no phones, no nothing, that was great. The danger of that is you go in and you love that so much that you're there all day Saturday and all day Sunday. My rule to myself was, yes, you go in, but come lunchtime Saturday, you're meeting someone downstairs. And I already booked that, I'm meeting a friend, nothing to do with work, and we went out for lunch and the rest of the day is free day. That was to me the rule I gave and that worked really, really well because in a way I felt really good because I got a fair bit done as well as I had a great weekend. Hmm. When that worked so well, I decided I'll do that for the, during the week and the evenings. And so for the week and the evenings, what I used to say is, yes, meeting either group of friends, individual friends, whatever. I made it at least once or twice a week that I will finish at, say, 7 instead of 8 or 6 instead of whatever time. Pick the time where I'm going to meet friends and to me the day has finished and not finished by me having a break and going back in the office. So that worked. Now I'm in a different situation and my flexibility is much greater. However, on average I work about four days a week but they never consecutive or full on. I do them such that I'm giving my best to my clients and at the same time I have at least one day which is what I call family day and that is I might have a, a phone mentoring in the beginning of the day and the end of the day but the whole day then there's no interruptions unless mm -hmm. there's an urgent call and there is at least three nights a week which um, I consider myself unavailable but available for social only. <laughs> so again, you, you work it to suit what works for you and your client, but you have got a lot more power and flexibility than we believe we have. Yes, <laughs> and I think the, the bottom line is that you can make work your life just because you don't know what else to do, yeah. or you're unsure of of what else to do or you're worried about giving yourself a reward or you're worried about taking the time off and feeling responsible for things that should get done but you've got to keep yourself refreshed you've got to keep yourself energized you've got to keep yourself healthy and all of those things will help you get the work done that you need to get done i think we probably covered that for the time being we will see you on the next podcast we might do a video one of these days soon should see the look on her face. face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kim Bailey, she's Fuliana Osborne. This is Inside Exec.